Welcome to Golden Gems with Dave Sean Bill Hansen. We review each week the career and personal life of one of the great unforgettable artists of the golden days of radio. So please join us on a trip down memory lane as we take a look at today's artist. Then go to our website, www.goldengems.net, where we also look at more of their career and play some of their most unforgettable great hits, which we are unable to share on the podcast. We invite you to join us there also. But for now, sit back and relax as we talk about the life of today's unforgettable artist of the golden days of radio. Dave Shaw and Bill Hansen here as we review another great singer from the golden days of radio here on Golden Gems. Nancy Sue Wilson. She was born on February 20th, 1937 and passed away December 13th, 2018. She's an American singer and actress whose career spanned over five decades from the mid-1950s until her retirement in the early 2010s. She was especially notable for her single, You Don't Know How Glad I Am, and her version of the standard, Guess Who I Saw Today. Wilson recorded more than 70 albums and won three Grammy Awards for her work. During her performing career, Wilson was labeled a singer of blues, jazz, R&B, pop, and soul, a consummate actress, and the complete entertainer. The title she preferred, however, was song stylist. She received many nicknames, including Sweet Nancy, The Baby, Fancy Miss Nancy, and The Girl with the Honey-Coated Voice. Nancy was born, as I said, on February 20th, 1937, in Chillicothe, Ohio, to Olden Wilson, an iron foundry worker, and Lillian Ryan. Wilson attended Burnside Heights Elementary School and developed her singing skills by participating in church choirs. She attended West High School in Columbus, Ohio, where she won a talent contest and was recorded with a role as a host for the local television show. She then went on to attend Ohio Central State University, where she pursued her B.A. in education. When Wilson met Julian Cannonball Adderley, he suggested she move to New York City for career opportunities. In 1959, she moved to New York to try to hire Adderley's manager and get a contract with Capitol Records. Within four weeks of her arrival in New York, she got her first big break, a call to fill in for Irene Reed at the Blue Morocco. The club booked Wilson on a permanent basis. She was singing four nights a week and working as a secretary for the New York Institute of Technology during the day. John Levy sent demos of Guess Who I Saw Today, Sometimes I'm Happy, and two other songs to Capitol, and Capitol Records signed her in 1960. Wilson's debut single, Guess Who I Saw Today, was so successful that between April 1960 and July 1962, Capitol Records released five Nancy Wilson albums. Her first album, Like and Love, 
displayed her talent in rhythm and blues. Adderley suggested that she should steer away from her original pop style and gear her music toward jazz and ballads. In 1962, they collaborated, producing the album Nancy Wilson and Cannonball Adderley, which propelled her to national prominence with the hit R&B song Save Your Love For Me, and Wilson would later appear on Adderley's live album In Person, 1968. Between March 1964 and June 1965, four of Wilson's albums hit the top ten on Billboard's top LPs chart. In 1963, Tell Me the Truth became her first truly major hit, leading her up to her performance at the Coconut Grove in 1964, the turning point of her career, gathering critical acclaim from coast to coast. Time said of her, she is all at once both cool and sweet, both singer and storyteller. In 1964, Wilson released what became her most successful hit on the Billboard Hot 100 with You Don't Know How Glad I Am, which peaked at number 11 from 1963 to 1971. Wilson logged 11 songs on the Hot 100, including two Christmas singles, However, Face It Girl, It's Over, was the only remaining non-Christmas song to crack the top 40 for Wilson, number 29, in 1968. After making numerous TV guest appearances, Wilson eventually got her own series on NBC, The Nancy Wilson Show, 1967 through 1968, which won an Emmy. Over the years, she appeared on many popular TV shows, from I Spy, more or less playing herself as a Las Vegas singer in the 1966 episode, Lori, and a similar character in the 1973 episode, The Confession of the FBI, Room 222, Hawaii 5-0, Police Story, The Jack Park Program, The Sammy Davis Jr. Show, 1966, The Danny Kay Show, The Smothers Brothers Comedy Hour, Craft Music Hall, The Sinbad Show, The Cosby Show, The Andy Williams Show, The Carol Burnett Show, Soul Food, New York Undercover, and recently Moshe and the Parkers. She also appeared on The Ed Sullivan Show, The Merv Griffin Show, The Tonight Show, The Arsenio Hall Show, and The Flip Wilson Show. She was in the 1993 Robert Townsend's the Meteor Man, and in the film, The Big Score. She also appeared on the Lou Rawls Parade of Stars and the March of Dimes telethon. <laughs> she must have done everything. <laughs> well, after all of that notice, she was signed by Capitol Records in the late 1970s, and in an attempt to broaden her appeal, she cut the album Life, Love, and Harmony, an album of soulful, funky, dance cuts that included the track Sunshine, which was to become one of her most sought-after recordings. In 1977, she recorded the theme song for The Last Dinosaur, a made-for-TV movie which opened in Japan. In the 1980s, she recorded five albums for Japanese labels because she preferred recording live. 
and the American labels frequently did not give her that option. She gained such wide popularity that she was selected as the winner of the annual Tokyo Song Festivals. In 1982, Wilson recorded with Hank Jones and the Great Jazz Trio. The same year, she recorded with the Griffith Park Band, whose members included Chick Corea and Joe Henderson. In 1987, she participated in a PBS show entitled Newport Jazz 87 as the singer of a jazz trio with John Williams and Roy McCurdy. In 1982, she also signed with CBS, her albums here including The Two of Us in 84, Duets with Ramsey Lewis, produced by Stanley Clark, Forbidden Lover in 87, including the title track duet with Carl Anderson and A Lady With Song, which became her 52nd album release in 1989. In 89, Nancy Wilson in concert played as a television special. In the early 1990s, Wilson recorded an album paying tribute to Johnny Mercer with co-producer Barry Manilow, entitled With My Lover Beside Me. In this decade, she also recorded two other albums, Love, Nancy, and her 60th album, If I Had My Way. In the late 1990s, she teamed up with MCG Jazz, a youth education program of the Manchester Craftsman Guild, nonprofit, minority-directed art and learning organization located in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Almost makes me out of breath listing all of those things that she's done. Uh, she, she was marvelous. In 1995, Wilson performed at the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival and the San Francisco Jazz Festival in 1997. In 1999, she hosted a show in honor of Ella Fitzgerald entitled Forever Ella on the A&E Network. All the proceeds from 2001's A Nancy Wilson Christmas went to support the work of MCG Jazz. Wilson was the host on NPR's Jazz Profiles from 1996 to 2005. This series profiled the legends and legacy of jazz through music interviews and commentary. Wilson and the program were the recipients of the George Foster Peabody Award in 2001. Wilson's second and third album with MCG Jazz, RSVP, Rare Songs, Very Personal, 2005, and Turn to Blue, 2007. Both won the Grammy Award for Best Jazz Vocal Album. On September 10, 2011, she performed on a public stage for the last time at Ohio University in Athens, Ohio. According to Wilson, I'm not going to be doing it anymore. And what better place to end it than where I started in Ohio? In 1964, Wilson won her first Grammy Award for the best rhythm and blues recording for the album How Glad I Am. She was featured as a grand diva of jazz in a 1992 edition of Essence. In the same year, she also received the Whitney Young Jr. Award from the Urban League in 1998, she was a recipient of the Playboy Reader's Poll Award 
for Best Jazz Vocalist. And as you listen to her music, no wonder she got all those awards. And even more, in 1986, she was dubbed the Global Entertainer of the Year by the World Conference of Mayors. She received an award from the Martin Luther King Jr. Center for Nonviolent Social Change in 93, the NAACP Image Award, Hall of Fame Award in 1998, and was inducted into the Big Band and Jazz Hall of Fame in 99. She received the Trumpet Award for Outstanding Achievement in 1994. Wilson received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in 1990 at 6541 Hollywood Boulevard. She received honorary degrees from Berklee College of Music in Boston, Massachusetts, and Central State University in Wilberforce, Ohio. She's also a member of the Delta Thigma Theta sorority. Wilson has a street named after her in her hometown in Chillicote, Ohio. She co-founded the Nancy Wilson Foundation, which exposes inner-city children to the country. Wilson was a recipient of the National Endowment of the Arts, the NEA, NEA Jazz Masters Fellowship Award in 2004, the highest honor that the United States government bestows upon jazz musicians. In 2005, she received the NAACP Image Award for Best Recording Jazz Artist. She received the 2005 UNCF Trumpet Award celebrating African-American Achievement, a Lifetime Achievement Award from the NAACP in Chicago, and Oprah Winfrey's Legend Award. Makes me tired just going through that whole list. But that isn't even all of it. In September 2005, Wilson was inducted into the International Civil Rights Walk of Fame at the Martin Luther King Jr.'s National Historic Site. Wilson was a major figure of the civil rights movement. Wilson noted that the ceremony gave her one of the best ceremonies that I've ever got in my life. In Times, Inc., uh, com, August 20th, 2006, said it's been a long career for the polished Wilson, whose first albums appeared in the 1960s. And she faces that truth head-on in such numbers as these golden years, and I don't remember ever growing up. Shorter breath these days, she can still summon a warm, rich sound and vividly tell a song story. With a big band behind her in Taking a Chance on Love, she also shows there's plenty of fire in her autumnal mood. At the Hollywood Bowl, August 29th, 2007, Wilson celebrated her 70th birthday with an all-star event hosted by Arsenio Hall, Ramsey Willis, and his trio, and they performed for her to know her is to love her. A little bit about her life and death. Wilson married her first husband, drummer, Kenny Dennis, in 1960. They had a son, Kenneth Casey Dennis Jr., but by 1970 they divorced. On May 22, 1973, Wilson married a Presbyterian minister, Reverend Wiley Burton. Within a month of meeting, she gave birth to Samantha Burton in 1975. 
and the couple adopted Cheryl Burton in 1976. As a result of her marriage, she abstained from performing in various venues, such as supper clubs. For the following two decades, she successfully juggled her personal life and her career. In November 1998, both of her parents died. She called this year the most difficult of her life. In August 2006, Wilson was hospitalized with anemia and potassium deficiency and was on IV sustenance while undergoing a complete battery of tests. She was unable to attend the UNCF Evening of Stars tribute to Aretha Franklin and had to cancel the engagement. All of her other engagements were on hold pending doctor's reports. In March 2008, she was hospitalized for lung complications, recovered, and reported to be doing well. In the same year, her husband Wiley Burton died after suffering from renal cancer. On December 13, 2018, Wilson died of a long illness at her home in Pioneer Town, California. She was 81 years old. What a marvelous woman, and what a great actress, and more importantly, beautiful singer. I can't believe what, you know, what a voice she had. Well, this has been Dave and Bill reviewing the life of Nancy Wilson today. And if you want to hear more of her great music, please go to our webcast, goldengems.net. This is Dave and Bill thanking you for joining us today on Golden Gems. Thanks for being with us today. We hope you're having as much enjoyment as we are, reliving some of the unforgettable memories of the golden days of radio. To learn more about the career of today's artists and listen to several of their greatest hits, we invite you to go to our website, www.goldengems.net. May we also encourage you to tell your friends about the show. We'd love to have them join us in these little trips down memory lane. And as always, we invite your feedback or comments on goldengemsradio at gmail.com. So until next episode, this is Dave and Bill heading back into the archives to dust off some more unforgettable memories to share with you on Golden Gems. Thank you.